I'm gonna kick that football clear to the moon! Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello, welcome back to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. Hey everyone, I'm Mike Sullivan. And welcome to our special Thanksgiving-themed episode. That's why we're on a Monday again. So Right, right. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, I got something. Hold on. I got the I um I wanted to play some background music for us while we talk. So, uh yeah, we are doing a Thanksgiving uh episode today. Uh since we are from America and uh this is a big week for us, a lot of food and uh fattening food. So, we decided to do something a little special. Um as we said last time, we, uh, Mike and I picked some uh, Thanksgiving shows that we remember as kids or adults or whatever and uh, that we wanted to talk about, or at least parts of them. Um, we have not talked to each other about what we have, so we're not even sure if we have duplicates. <laughs> right. We're, so we're going in blind. We did kind of a blind pick throughout the week, and uh, we each watch, I want to say, I watched three shows. I'm thinking you watched the same. And we'll not the same shows, but the, the number three. So we'll uh, we'll talk about those, and uh, if we have some overlap, hey, that's fun too. We'll just see how it kind of plays out. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. And for those of you uh, not familiar with the American uh, custom of Thanksgiving, it is where we sit and give thanks for all we have and eat as much as possible. Uh, <laughs> And uh, sometimes sit with relatives we haven't seen in a while and may or may not like very much. That's true. <laughs> but since they may be listening, we won't talk too much about that part. No. Uh, Actually, I don't think any right. relatives are probably listening. <laughs> so be- before we jump into things, let's just talk a little bit about uh, where you can find us online at IUsedToWatchThis.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook uh, slash I used to watch this. Twitter, I used to watch this with the number two. I used to watch this. And what else? Instagram is I used to watch this. Yeah, all spelled out. Yep. All spelled out. All right. Um, oh, and so then. So, yeah, look, look for okay, us there. And then your, yeah. fa- your favorite podcast uh, resources, uh, Apple, Google, Stitcher, what have you. And uh, if you feel inclined to put a review up on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. Uh, that's the way people see us, I guess. So that would be great if you could do that for us. Any written review at this point gets a mention on the air. Shout out. So <laughs> Special shout out. All right. All right. So let's get down to it. Mike, you were going to go first, right? All right. I'm going to go first. And I thought a good way to do this would be maybe to – I'm going to quiz you. Oh, gosh. Okay. See if you can. This first one's really easy, but I'm going to quiz you, and you tell me if you can guess what show I watched. Okay. Hold it! Don't <laughs> pull it away, and I'll land flat on my back and kill myself. But Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Right, <laughs> I that music. What's that? You got it. I, I I couldn't resist. Did tell me? Did you do that as well? Yeah, that's why I had that music. Yeah, that's right. okay. <laughs> I kind of right, so, figured we mo- we might do that, and so what? Who cares? Yeah, we can both talk that, about it. That's a good one. So, um, so yeah, obviously this one opens up with Lucy. It's, it's Lucy, right? I get Lucy yeah. and Sally confused. 
um, yeah. calling Charlie Brown, you know, over to kick the football. And, it, you know, as we all know and love, he, he always tries to kick it, fails, ends up on his back. I don't know why he does it all the time. Um, he should know better. But if I had finished playing that clip, which was like a minute long, you would hear him <laughs> talking to himself, kind of talking himself into it using like psychology of why he should actually do this and it's an honor. Um, but regardless, you know, he takes the kick. Um, let me see if I can zoom to the sound effect here when he misses. Hold it. No, that's not it. That's fine. Holiday. Here, here we go. No, we don't. All right. Well, let's. We all know he screams, falls on his back. Arg. And it's Arg. Whatever he yeah. would say. Right. Um, so yeah, your you know season opener right there, and then um, he heads to the mailbox to check check for his mail, and Snoopy crawls out of the mailbox with like <laughs> tons of mail, like fan mail. I don't know where he's getting it all, but Charlie gets nothing, and um, his sister Snoopy's strolls a super up. Stud. Yeah, but his sister strolls up, Sally, and she's like, you know, what's wrong? And he's like, you know, I was just waiting for some mail. She's like, well, what do you expect, a turkey card? <laughs> and uh, and then Charlie – and so this – like as a kid, I didn't realize this, but um, this – He is, had no friends? This is, this is disturbing. This is a quote. Holidays always depress me. <laughs> so – and I did some research. He's, he's supposed to be – Somewhere be around six, um, <laughs> and that's a pretty really. That's a bad outlook right there on life at a young age. Uh, yes. Um, so you know, I was thinking he's always depressed. Yes, he's not a very happy kid. No, no, no. which I guess is why we all feel for him. But I, you know, I after after that scene, all this information came rushing back to me from my childhood. And I just see lots of issues with this this group of kids. Oh God, yeah, um, I have points to make too. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's sad. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it made me think like you know Jesus, he's he's such a depressing kid. He needs help. Um, and you know, well, Sally's that's why he tried- had. Uh- yeah, she had the psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Lucy had the psychiatrist. Oh, Lucy, yeah, not Sally. Yeah, she, knew, his little sister. she knew he was like a nutcase and she could profit off it. But Yeah. Um, but it's, Sally tries to be, you know, relate and complains about Christmas and schoolwork and, uh, you know, having to write an essay and whatever. And it's just no help. He's just he's just bummed. All right, since we both did the same thing, can I play my little clip about the essay? Do it, yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. Why should I give thanks on Thanksgiving? What have I got to be thankful for? All it does is make more work for us at school. Do you know what what we have to do now? We have to write an essay on Stanley Miles. You mean Miles Standish? I can't keep track of all those people. <laughs> And I will say, I did have to look up Miles Standish. <laughs> it was like one of those things like, no, I remember this. Now, I was not a good history student. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember the guy, but I had to go look him up again. So so it's, what's his deal? Uh, he was some uh, military guy from England. Helped, you know, I don't know. Yeah, good enough for me. Probably helped him run <laughs> off the Indians. So, yeah, she was trying to cheer him up or Native something. American but, uh, you know, I think that's a bad approach. Um, and then up strolls Linus, right? First of all, what kind of a name is Linus? I actually looked that up. It, it, apparently, it's a Greek name. I don't know anyone named Linus. 
No. Um, is it like after like a like a, a famous Greek, Greek person? Or? Well, it's a Greek Greek like, god. Uh, Apollo had two sons. He actually had two uh, sons with that name. Um, one of them he accidentally killed in a con- t- contest. Um, I thought you were going to say concert. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the details on the killing, um, maybe for a future episode, but that's, you know, <laughs> two kids, you kill one. I guess he named the next one Linus as well. Um, well, that's what you did when you are a Greek god back then. Yeah, yeah. Just start the kid, over. The kid carries a blanket and he sucks his thumb, which I did a little research on him too. And, you know, this is nothing factual. It's just speculation. In some episode he mentioned that he's about four. Um so I'm thinking it's still a little late in, in life to be yeah, but uh, sucking your thumb not, into the blanket. Yeah, it is, but there's plenty but, of kids that did it for. But, Mike, he makes up for it with extreme intelligence. <laughs> yes. Because he's he's four, and he like he knows all these facts. And he, yeah. He, yeah, he's, he's amazing. Yeah he's, yeah, he's a brainiac, definitely. But should a four-year-old be walking around the neighborhood by himself? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this was like what the sixties when this came out? Yeah, probably. Oh no, it was uh seventy three. Oh, okay. Still. Yeah. It was allowed back then. Yeah. Back then okay. parents just let their kids roam around. They didn't care where they were as long as they weren't in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's uh, speaking from experience, that's true, yeah. Yeah, just go outside. Uh, I don't care where you go. <laughs> yeah. Just get out and of here where the stories are on. Charlie's, you know, just like, you know, hey, we're going to my uh, we're going to my grandma's for Thanksgiving. And, you know, I guess we needed to know that. So that was kind of just plotting some information for us. But um, Sally's hot for Linus. And no. she wants him to oh, come yeah. with to grandma's yeah. so she could hold his hand under the table. Um, so a little love interest there right, <laughs> right. off the bat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And then and then um for like a brief second, we see Charlie Brown sitting in front of the TV and then out to Snoopy in the backyard. And he's going through like a uh, – I think he was going through like a chest and he's he pulls out um, these hats like uh, pilgrim uniform, yeah, uh, yeah. uniforms, but like clothing. Uh-huh. And um, so he, he and Woodstock, the bird, uh, they dress up like pilgrims, um, complete with the jackets and the cork gun. And then, um, you know, so they come in the house and, and Charlie Brown says, how are you guys, how are you going to serve food in that outfit? How you, and I'm thinking, how are you, how are you going to serve food? You're a dog. <laughs> I mean, that's the number one question, right? And then Peppermint Patty, <laughs> I don't know where that name came from, but she, so they ring the doorbell, her and Marcy. And no, Franklin. well, first she calls, remember? Oh, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, no, I got a clip. First, right, first peppermint patty calls, and I might have uh, had a uh, edit, edited version. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. So she basically calls and invites herself over. Here we go. Listen, I really have a treat for you. My dad's been called out of town. He said I could go over to your house and share Thanksgiving with you, Chuck. Well, I uh... I don't mind inviting myself over because I know you kind of like me, Chuck. Well, I uh... okay, that's a date. See you soon, you sly devil. <laughs> I yeah, missed that then, whole scene. Yeah, but then she calls back and says, hey, by the way, is it okay if Marcy comes? Oh, and then she calls back again. Hey, is it all right if Franklin comes? <laughs> what the hell? I missed all the phone calls. Yeah, you must I have watched I three some... phone calls. I don't know. Yeah, I must yeah. have an edited version. Yeah. Um, they were just cutting to the chase. Yeah, because the next thing I know, 
Because uh, that's why Snoopy's getting all that stuff, because now they got to make dinner. Again, these six-year-olds <laughs> have to make dinner right. for their friend, who does, who's also six or seven. And Parents don't connect at dad all. Dad just bailed, <laughs> bailed on her, and I right. guess she has no mom. Right. And I guess Marcy and Franklin just live on the street. I don't they, know. They're, they're homeless <laughs> children that hang around with Pepper and Patty, who's like right. one parent away from being homeless. Right. And... So so they come in and like Snoopy leads them through the house into the backyard and he brings out his platter of food. And um, I think here Peppermint Patty insists on a prayer. Um, you know, it's Thanksgiving and all. And so Lin- Linus takes over and instead <laughs> he like gives us the world history or at least the history of Thanksgiving. And yeah. then, you know, amen. So that not really a prayer, but a lesson, I would say. Right. And this is when I realized that Linus was that one kid you hate in school where there's plenty of smart kids, but there's that one kid who's got to let you know he's the smart kid in the class. And that you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just want to, you know, shove him in a locker. Yeah. He's the kid that gets his <laughs> ass kicked at recess. <laughs> not because he's smart, but just because of the way he delivers. It, right? do, you, do you have a clip of his t- talk? His speech, his thing? Because I, no, I do if you don't. Here, there's, no, a little bit, I don't. there's a little bit of it. In the year 1621, <laughs> the pilgrims held their first Thanksgiving feast. They invited the great Indian chief, Massasoit, who brought 90 of his brave Indians. His he head's already in the toilet at this food. point. Yeah. Governor William Bradford and Captain Miles Standish were honored guests. Elder William Brewster, who was a minister, said a prayer that went something like this. And I cut the rest off because then it okay. got really long. So yeah, maybe the fact that um, is it Lucy? I don't know. Yeah, it's Lucy, Lucy wasn't Lucy, there, but no, she wasn't there. But she's his sister, right? Right. Yeah, so she had something whole, better like, to there's do. There's a whole web of family relations here. She probably so actually had her family dinner. <laughs> so yeah, she's she's kind of a badass. So yeah, she probably protects him on the playground or whatever. But um, <laughs> but Snoopy comes. Snoopy comes with a platter of food and. Uh, it consists of <laughs> like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and no, jelly it's not even or... no, it's toast with butter. <laughs> <laughs> I posted a picture of this: toast with butter, jelly beans, pretzels, and popcorn. Okay. Now, if you were six, this is a lot of cooking. And I was thinking, not a bad meal for six, right? You know? And. Mind you, the dog really made it. <laughs> so that's, that's even true. better. That's it even is. more impressive. Because yeah. Charlie Brown, when they were just standing around watching Woodstock and him, and because uh, I think Woodstock helped too, <laughs> yeah. making yeah, toast. He always helps out, you know, as much as he can. <laughs> yeah, he tries. Yeah, uh, but you know what? Peppermint Patty is less than impressed with this. <laughs> yes. So it's it's at this point when she's yelling at him. She's yelling at Charlie Brown. <laughs> berating him, I realized for the first time she reminds me of a young Danny Bonaducci. Oh, Dan- God, yeah. Danny from the Partridge family. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy crap, it looks just like him. So I'm going to – I already started looking. I'm going to put it side by side. So I'll post that. But um, she goes on this full rant, and Charlie Brown, like, goes away in defeat. And I have a clip uh, of that if you want it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. Here's Petty freaking out. Pepper and Petty. What kind of a Thanksgiving dinner is this? Where's the turkey, Chuck? 
Don't you know anything about Thanksgiving dinners? Where's the mashed potatoes? Where's the cranberry sauce? Where's the pumpkin pie? It goes on, but oh yeah, she's pissed. Yeah, dude, she's he's six. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess maybe she thought she was being invited to the the family the family dinner. Yeah, yeah. But then you know, Marcy goes on and says, "Well, did you invite yourself over?" Or she's like, "Oh, yeah." Marcy, the voice of reason. Yes, I always really wondered what her role was in the show, but that's it to keep you know Peppermint Patty in check. Yeah, yeah. And she calls Peppermint Patty Sir, which is – I don't know where that originated. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, she points out all the, you know, Peppermint Patty, you're too hard on them. You invited yourself over. And the, and let's see. Um, oh, so then I put a note here. I said, you know, again, to be honest, when I was a kid, I thought Peppermint Patty was a dude. <laughs> I, it, it took me a while to figure out it was a girl. Because you thought um, she looked like Danny Bonaduce? Yeah, maybe. That may be it. But um, then Linus starts spewing some smart stuff again. And uh, Peppermint Patty's just like, no. You know, or so, she shuts him down real quick. <laughs> Shut <right>? up, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then she sends Marcy off to apologize. She's yeah. Like, yeah. You'll do yeah, it better basically, than I will. can you go do it? Yeah. <laughs> and she does. So that's, yeah. You know, I guess it's like she had a personal assistant almost. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. So Peppermint Patty. Um, oh, she's also kind of hot for Chuck. Obviously, we heard that on the phone, right? So she, you know, she likes him or whatever. So, again, that probably leads to some confusion when I was a kid of him being a boy um, or her being a boy. But she's not. <laughs> but that's okay, too. Um, all right. So then uh, – what Charlie Brown realizes he's like crap. We only got thirty minutes. To, we need to be at grandma's. And at this point, I'm like, where the hell is the parents at? Why is this six year old kid keeping track of when they need to go to the grandma's? <laughs> right. Like our parents would be out there yelling at us. What are you guys doing right. out in the yard? We gotta go. Then like, where are the rest? That where are their parents? <laughs> where is everyone on Thanksgiving? There's well, no whole- adult supervision at all. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. There's never any adult supervision in Charlie Brown. So yeah, right, and then so he has to call his grandma. <laughs> right, it's not even up to his mom or dad. No, he's like, oh, the mom's passed out drunk on the couch again, <laughs> and I've got some friends over. And I gotta Can make they come a, over. I gotta make a story up. Actually, I got a yeah. little clip of him calling here. Hold on a second. Hello, grandma. This is Chuck. I, I mean Charlie Brown. <laughs> We're gonna be a little late. You see, I invited a few friends over, and they're still here. Love the voice. Well, and I had to leave that there, but yeah. But basically, uh, he explains that. <laughs> like I always says, and they're still here. I can't get rid of them, Grandma. Yeah, help me. <laughs> Call yeah. the cops. <laughs> yeah, and so so then she's kind enough to say, "All right, we'll bring your friends over, you know, because I've made all this food. Bring them anyway." And you know, don't wake your parents; they're passed out from <laughs> drug abuse or something. And then. Um, so they all pop in the back of the station wagon and, you know, take off. Who the hell's driving? His I can only assume mom or dad, I'm assuming. Yeah. It's not Snoopy because he stayed behind. Um, and then so on the way there, they're singing over over the river and through the woods to yeah. grandmother's house we go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depressing Charlie Brown has to point out that his grandma lives in a condo, so it doesn't really fit the song. 
just to bring everyone down. <laughs> and then um, what, Snoopy and Woodstock, they go do their own thing, right? They set their own. Yeah, then uh, they have a turkey. Snoopy's like, all right, the kids are gone. Let's bring out the real food. That's Good like point. when I was a kid and my parents would feed us like pizza and all of a sudden next thing i know they're eating lobster (laughs) (laughs) i didn't notice yeah you're right i mean i noticed it was a turkey but i didn't and woodstock is eating the turkey isn't that like cannibalism or something that's that's what i was thinking too um and then they break the wishbone and and woodstock wins but it's like it's like if i if you and i like grab some human rib cage and start let's pull it apart and uh, and we weren't like Quincy or something. Yeah, like <laughs> some sort while of while we're eating salmon. dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then that's it. Credits roll. Pumpkin pie. And uh, I'm not I'm not sure Charlie Brown came out any happier at the end of this one, but he never comes out any happier. No, he's just I'm, not a happy kid. I yeah, I'm I'm kind of brought down. I want to say somewhere that I saw like somebody did like a psychological profile of all the Peanuts characters. I'd like to dig that up and read through it. Cause I think oh, they, they're issues. all in therapy. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, or dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those child actors. But, okay. Um, so we'll move, on to, we'll move on to the next one. We could, we technically have somewhere between two and five more shows to cover, depending <laughs> on if we have any more overlap. It all depends. So, yes. So do you right. mind then? <laughs> yeah, you do yours. All right, so I did uh, something uh, non-animated. This is actually from, well, we were still kids. It doesn't seem like we were kids because I remember watching this show a ton when I was in college and stuff too, obviously reruns and uh, still live, I think, too. So I did Cheers, Thanksgiving Orphans. Did you do that too? No, but I was, was, I'm telling you, very close to picking that one. All right, so this is one. It was the fifth season of the show, 1986, it came out. And uh, so basically the deal is with this one. I don't have a ton of clips, but um, they're at the bar as usual. And turns out no one really has any plans. Um, it starts off with... Uh, um, Let's just say not surprising out of that crowd. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, right, exactly. That's why they hung out there all the time, because those were their friends. <laughs> I mean... They became is, their friends, yeah. Yeah, exactly, which I guess is fine. I never, I mean, I never hung out in a bar enough to have friends like that there, but whatever. Yeah, I don't um, judge. No, no, I don't mean that. But anyway, so Diane is the only one that has plans. She's got some hoity-toity party to go to, and she's bragging about some author. She's dressed up as a you know, Puritan or whatever, they, you know, Quaker or whatever the hell she's dressed up as, pilgrim person. And... Uh, She's like, hey, well, why don't you guys all get together? Go to Carla's house. You guys all bring food, blah, blah, blah. And Carla's kind of like, eh, okay, fine. You know, you know, she's, of course, giving Cliff a hard time saying that, who said you can come? <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, his mom's out of town. And, uh, and, and uh, Norm is like, you know what? Every year we go to my wife's, my in-laws, my wife's parents' house. She's like, this year I'm putting my foot down. We're, we're coming to your house. We're going to go to your house. And Carl's like, all right, Cliff's out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Norm. He's, I mean, uh, yeah, Norm's out. Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, Sam's course has got a date. And he's like, sure, I'll come. And Woody's, you know, all in for it and everything. And uh, so they all decide to go there. 
Um, and they get to Carla's house, and I think it's when they first get there, uh, I think uh, Frazier shows up, and Cliff and... Uh, who's already there? I know Cliff is already there. I don't even remember now who's already there. But they're just sitting around, watching TV, watching football, watching the thing. And I found it funny, is because like every time someone new would come in, They'd take the TV and turn it to the side where they were. Like, so Sam came in and like turned the TV to face him, and like Fraser's the other side. He'd have to get up and he's all pissed. <laughs> he had to move over to the other couch so he could go. And they kept going back and forth with that. And then um, uh, Norm shows up with a turkey, and it's freaking gigantic. And they're like, Norm, that looks awfully large and raw. Make <laughs> sure it's going to be ready in time. He's like, Oh yeah, 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 I'll be fine. So he goes in the kitchen, and puts it in the kitchen. And that's kind of where it starts off. Is this thing is just taking forever. So they cut to them sitting at the table at one point, and they have like all their side dishes out, but the turkey's still going. He's like, it's got a little longer to go, a little longer to go. And, um, and at one point, he comes out a, a, like a second or a third time, and you know he's like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just taking forever. And here's a little clip I got of it. This better be good news, Norm. Look, uh, I'm sorry, guys. A little pop thing won't pop out. Something wrong with it. I... Something wrong with you. No, no, it's a little pop thing. Hey, could somebody please explain to me where the little pop thing is on the turkey? I mean, because maybe it's different in the city, but in the country where I come from, turkeys aren't born with little pop. <laughs> <laughs> the little pop thing has a name. It's called a thermometer. Now, can we all please say thermometer? Thermometer, yeah! <laughs> Frazier awesome. gets all pissed. Uh. <laughs> They're all like hungry and cranky now at this point you know because the food's just taking forever and um this is kind of where things really start breaking down right after that so uh not long after you know norm comes back in and you know you know carla yells at him but then she's like you know what it's all right it's fine and here we go okay fine. and so are the carrots and she throws a carrot at him and this is where it all goes downhill yams <laughs> you can hear the food hitting. Would yeah, you, yeah. Would you care to test the gravy skin? <laughs> That's Diane. She came back because her party was a bomb. Actually, they thought she was wait- the waitress. You're such a silly, soft. No, of course. Because she's always a party pooper. Oh, yeah. Sam Malone, kiss your butt goodbye. And it just goes crazy. <laughs> and then, like, That's the awesome. next scene, like, you see they're all sitting around. And there's just food all over the walls, all over the floor. They're, like, slipping and falling down. And I guess I read somewhere that uh, they didn't do a rehearsal with the food. So, like, they just, you know, so it wasn't. Super wasteful. Yeah. So I guess like you see them like slipping and falling. That's like really them slipping and falling because they weren't ready for it. Like just <laughs> slipping and falling like mashed potatoes. And then speaking of that, I guess some groups did get pissed about this episode because this was not long after like Live Aid and all that stuff with about world famine. And then they felt like oh, this was uh, really yeah, them wasting food. And then yeah. uh, as they sit there at one point, they're kind of all calmed down now. And uh, the turkey is finally out there and they got to eat some of that. And uh Frazier's like, you know, I never got to try the mashed potatoes. <laughs> and uh, Sam's like, oh, here. <laughs> he like, scrapes hey. them off the wall and throws them <laughs> on his plate. <laughs> That's and awesome. then the final scene is the doorbell rings again. Now, 
so Norm is there. He ditched his wife. She's coming later, supposedly, Vera. And we Do have we ever never see Vera? Se- no, that's the point. Okay. We've never seen Vera, but now she's at the door. So you hear her. He's like, oh, Vera, you came. And then this happens. I think we finally get to meet Vera. Sam, think fast. <laughs> so Diane throws a pie at Sam, and he ducks, and it hits Vera in the face. Uh, Vera. Uh, yes. Charming friends, Norm. Get your coat. Yes, dear. <laughs> and you can't see her face now because her face is covered in pie. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, what a great show Cheers was. You know? Oh, Cheers was awesome. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't gotten around to that one yet. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that, that was my idea. I knew they, you know, they. Like I said, they got in a little trouble for it, but it was, uh, I think it was a little fun thing. I think it's something that probably everyone wanted to do on a Thanksgiving uh, at some yeah. point in their life. <laughs> Just like start you know throwing yeah. shit around. Here's a common thread across Thanksgiving episodes it, it seems like everyone gets pissed at each other at some point. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. people just get pissed. And then at the end, you like kind of realize you're, what you're thankful for. But yeah, I'm right. seeing a common theme here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's my first one. What about you? What, what do you got? Well, yeah. I right. guess my first and second. <laughs> yeah, it's your first and second. All right. My second one, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you guess. You're gonna quiz again. again. Yeah. This Hopefully, is a quiz. it's not my third one. Well, let's see. <laughs> happy days. It's happy days. No, it's not mine. I don't okay, remember good. this one, but I'm sure. I, I'm. I figured they probably did one. <laughs> So I'm going to say, not one of my favorite Happy Days episodes, but I <laughs> love Happy die? Days. I, I, I haven't watched it. You know, it's like another one of those, like, I loved it when it was on. Yeah, I can't think of the last the time I watched it, it. But, like, watching this episode, I was like, oh, my God, this was, this was horrible. So it starts out, obviously, they're watching football. You know, they're from Milwaukee. So uh, they're watching football, Fonzie and uh, Mr. C and uh, who else? Rolf and, and Potsy. And Mrs. C is getting everything ready, and they're all sitting around watching the game, and she's like working her ass off. And so she's pissed. She storms over and shuts the TV off, and she's like complaining to them, This is all the work I've done. You guys are just sitting around. You should all be working together. We should be working on this. Everyone should be helping, putting in. And then she sits down at the kitchen table by herself, and she's like, You've disgraced your forefathers, brave (laughs) pilgrims. You've forgotten the meaning of Thanksgiving. And she's like, I'll remind you. In 1962, the Pilgrim, and you know, she goes into her her not 1962. I'm sorry, 1621. <laughs> I just threw out a number, but come on, uh, we just we just heard Linus <laughs> babble about it. You right. already forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's why we never hung out, me and Linus. But um, so not not to knock Mrs. C, but you know, she didn't come off as a hif- history buff in all the other episodes <laughs> that I saw. But she got nice. into some really detailed, you know, explanation here. Not sure how she knows so much, but um, I mean, for God's sake, she her son Chuck disappeared after a couple episodes, and she never noticed. <laughs> Did he so, die in that? Vietnam remember, or something? Or no, wait, Chuck? no, it wouldn't have been they, Vietnam during this year. It would have been Korea. They just wrote him off. He just no, I think they did, Vietnam. but I'm saying I was trying to yeah. figure out what era this, what war would have been going on. But anyway, in the 50s, I think he, he went off to the military, Korea. didn't he? I don't. Know. He played basketball in the driveway for like two episodes, and then I never saw him again. <laughs> That's all I know. Um, and so now as she's telling the story, the cast is playing the role of pilgrims and that's what I was going to say. It sounds familiar. Is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like a dream sequence in a way or something, but not really a dream. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. The dream sequence, you know, starts and the screen gets blurry and, um, 
and they, you know, they go into it. So um, it starts with Mrs. C and Mr. C, you know, kind of talking to each other. Um, and it's like, like they're, um, and not to be like stereotyping anything, but it sounds like they're like Asian who, and they've just learned English as they're talking to each other as, as pilgrims. Like what? Why are they talking what? like that? I because they're pilgrims. I don't, I don't know but that that's how pilgrims, pilgrims know how to talk. speak English. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, that, they were from England. They were yeah, they were easing into <laughs> I guess this, and they weren't prepared. I don't know. Okay. Um. So you know, this is <laughs> almost talking like they were cavemen. Oh, you yeah, husband, like, me wife. <laughs> you good, me bad. Yeah. So Mississippi t- tells him, okay, tomorrow marks the first year that we're in the new world and uh, we should really celebrate. And, um, you know, then Richie walks in uh, and he's got, you know, a little something to say too. <laughs> All right. So we got that. I in. found my thrill. Okay. And then Fonzie comes in on like a wooden motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> with two girls. And, um, you know, they're trying to get the fire going. They can't get it going. So he does his tap on the wall and the fire starts. Um, So, you know, as cool back then as he he was today or in the 50s. Um, uh, So then Richie and his dad have a conversation about the Indians. I mean, did this motorcycle, it was like like carved to look like a real motorcycle? Or was it just like a piece of wood on wheels or what? It it looked like like a – Bicycle you made in shop class out of wood. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Okay. You didn't have a lot of time, but you okay. did your best. Yeah. Um, so Richie and his dad are having to talk about the Indians. And I guess, you know, his dad's like, you know, the Indians are savages or, you know, they're evil. And Richie's like, no, no, they're just people like us, you know. And so, you know, that's setting the tone for the show right there, you know. Um, and then next they go to Al's, which, you know, all pilgrims went to Al's once in a while. <laughs> And it was exactly the same, except on the tables they had candles, but otherwise it was the exact same set. And you know, like they, Ralph and Potsy are there. They pay for their drinks with raccoon hides. <laughs> Potsy goes to the bathroom, and you open the door, and it's just outside. It's like the wilderness. So, you know, you go out, out the was door it, to pee or whatever. Was it still the Fonz's office? Not no. Okay. It, I mean, not. It wasn't used as the office in this episode. Okay. Um. But, you know, Richie comes in and then Fonzie comes in. He's got the leather jacket on, but he's got like a big white collar, you know, (laughs) pilgrimage collar over his jacket. And he just kisses some random girl. Um, And then he he confronts Rolf and Potsy because they're fur traders and they ripped off his Indian friends. So, you know, Mr. Cunningham's like, you can't, you know, you can't be supporting the Indians. And he's like, well, I brought them with me. So they come in. And then they, I guess that's against the law to bring Indians into Al's diner. So they lock them in the stockades, which are also in Al's diner. <laughs> um, and, you know, Richie's kind of siding with him, like, you know, oh, Indians are just regular people. Um, we should punish punish them, but we'll punish Fonzie instead. And this is all this is all happening, you know, right there in the, in the diner. Um so Richie tries to like get a petition going to to free him, and meanwhile Joni comes in because she stepped in one of the traps that that Rolf and Potsy made, um, 
and they can't get her can't get her out. But Fonzie like can get her out. Leg or what? Yeah, on her foot. And, <laughs> She's uh, just like walking around with it. She walks in with this box on her foot, <laughs> and Mister C agrees that okay, if we let if we let Fonzie go, he can and he if if he'll free her from this trap with his coolness. So he gets out and he like taps it or whatever and it falls apart, and um, so. Everyone's happy now, and their friends. And Mrs. C shows up, um, or they invite everyone over to to the to the house for Thanksgiving dinner, including the Indians. Um, Mr. C shows up with a half a pie because he ate the other half on the way. Um, <laughs> was Chachi in this episode? No, Chachi wasn't in this episode. Might, was it before uh, Chachi? I, no, I don't think so. This this the, particular episode Happy was, Days BC before Chachi. Yeah, it, it was in '78. <laughs> but um, let's see. Oh, and then now uh, Ralph and Al show up, and they come with a bucket of chicken and some cider. And there were tons of one-liners in this, and I think typical Happy Days episode. But you know, Al comes in, he's like, "I've got some hard cider," and Mister She's like, "Hard?" He's like. No, it was it's pretty easy, <laughs> you know. Like, I don't, like, hard, I don't know. It's like I rolled here like, or something. They're all like, like dad jokes. Yeah, they are. They're like dad jokes. Um, then Richie gives his speech of thanks. Uh, the Indians are all talking sign language for some reason, and, and Patsy knows the sign language, so he translates the the dinner prayer, and you know, then they go back to reality, and they're all sitting around the table. Uh, Miriam finishes their story. And apologizes for losing her temper and, you know, gives thanks to all of them. And then the guys do all the cleanup. And that was it. So I was, I was a little disappointed in, in the Happy Days Thanksgiving. Um, I, I think in general I'm not a fan of when the cast plays different roles in, in those dream-type sequences, you know. So while well, I'm a Happy Days fan – I'm not I wasn't feeling it. But uh, are you really? Have you watched any other Happy Days recently? No. Okay then. <laughs> so maybe so maybe not. Right. Know. So we'll see. I, yeah, we'll I see. think you're a Happy Days <laughs> like some of the shows we've come across already on this show. You were a fan back then, but maybe not so much now because it is super right. cheesy. Right. That's true. I would hate to think that of Happy Days though because I hold that in very high esteem. Yeah. Um it, but I, Yeah, that's alright. So that was that was my second. Okay. So Charlie Brown for me was sad. Happy Days was disappointing. But <laughs> yeah, Charlie Brown was definitely sad. Yeah. All right, you go next. I guess so. So what I did is I think someone brought it up on Twitter that is this the one of the ones you're going to do or you should do it. And I think I talked to you about it too. Um, it's a it's a famous one uh, from a show we haven't done yet. Are you trying to build anticipation here? No, I'm typing in the keyboard real quick. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> trying to find it. I'm trying. No, I screwed something up, and I'm trying to get it back really quick. <laughs> but yes, I'm building anticipation. So uh, it is WKRP in Cincinnati, uh, the Turkey Show. No, it's called um, Shoot. That's what I was trying to find. I can't remember. Turkey's away. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't remember the name of the episode. I'm like crap, and I didn't write it down. 
So anyway, this is the one famous one everyone always talks about. I don't remember actually watching this episode. I wasn't a huge WKRP fan, but everyone always talks about this. Oh, by the way, it's T.C. Rosanti. I think you say his name on Twitter. He was the one that said, you should do this one. And I already had it planned. So Yeah, I know you've been talking about that one for a couple of weeks. So So I I went to look it up. Now, I didn't go and watch the whole episode because, one, I didn't have time. What? Well, I wanted to just focus on... The part that everyone talks about, because I figured this would be enough oh, okay. to talk about. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So the basic premise is um, the station manager, Mr. Carlson, he decides what they wanted. He wants to do a special Thanksgiving promotion, right? So this is a big deal. He's got it all set up. He's getting, sending Les Nessman out. Les Nessman. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. He's going out there, and he's going to cover it and the, the, you know, cover it like a live event that's happening. Um, now the funny thing is, is I guess this is based off of something that really happened. Um, but I don't know, like the, some of the details are a little murky. Like if actually dropped from a helicopter or if it was just something done with turkeys or whatever. So they kind of took it and ran with it, so to speak. Um, but anyway, so the whole premise is that you're going to go do this, you're going to do it live on the air and, um, I took a bunch of clips. Actually, I took one long clip because it's like a five-minute section where this happens. And I kind of broke it up. One, so I didn't play five minutes in a row of audio. Two, so I don't play five minutes of audio in a row and get a cease and desist order for playing too much at one time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the rules are or if anyone's actually going to hear it to actually have a problem with it. So basically, we start off with uh, Les Nussman's out there. They kind of throw it to him, and he's going to start talking about – you know what? What he sees out there, what's going on? It kind of goes like this. Now the audio isn't great on this. Sorry, but it's I didn't take it from a great source. So here we go. And I think I hear something now. Uh, the crowd is moving out into the parking area, and oh yes, I can see it now. It's a it, it's a helicopter, and it's coming this way. It's flying something behind it. So I that was the station it guys. It's a large banner, and it says, uh, Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> w. <laughs> so, so while he's doing that, Johnny Fever and the rest of the station are like, like kind of motion, come on, let's go. W obviously, if it says W, and we're sending you out there. It's WKRP, you know. So it was kind of funny. They're you know, like this guy's an idiot. <laughs> What's going on? Why we cover this? <laughs> but uh, you know, again, I don't know how much they really know at this point. At this, but uh, so uh, the helicopter's coming out, and then the door starts opening. And he's like, "Well, wait, something's going on out there." What a sight, ladies and gentlemen! What a sight! The helicopter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver. <laughs> so he has no idea what's going on. There's no parachutes yet. Happy skydivers. I can't tell just yet what they are. Oh, my God, they're talking. So that's when you realize turkeys are fl- getting flung uh, out of the back of the thing. Now these aren't these are live. I mean, these are turkey turkeys. These aren't like butterball frozen turkeys. Oh, you're turkeys. kidding? No, so, I mean, again, you don't see anything. This is all uh, a, 
it's a non-site gag, I guess you could say. He's you see him like talking about they cut back and forth to the studio, and he's you know just portraying what he sees. And again, it's ba- kind of you know kind of playing off the Hindenburg thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so where you got a guy there. So then, uh, so then he notices they're turkeys and they're coming flying down or not flying down, I should yeah. say, yeah, <laughs> falling down, plummeting. So there's all the humanity from the Hindenburg. Wait, so you're telling me this really happened somewhere? That's the thing. It's like I don't know if it was actually really the same exact thing, or because there was some discrepancy whether they were actually dropped out of something, or if it was like thrown out of a truck and it just created mayhem. Oh, okay, gotcha. But at this point, you see people running around in the background, you know. And he's like, he was going to go into the store in the back behind him. He's like, no, I can't go in there. And then like, there's just chaos ensuing like, out in the streets and stuff. And uh, it keeps going for a little bit longer here until they get cut off. And he gets cut off. Les, are you there? And they're like flipping switches trying Les to figure there. out what's going on. Thanks for that on the spot report, Les. <laughs> <laughs> you just tuned in. The Pinedale Shopping Mall has just been bombed with live turkey. <laughs> Film at 11. <laughs> So it kind of makes it seem like they were really sure what was going to happen either. I don't. I don't know. I probably should have watched the whole episode. To see, but this is the best part of the episode, really. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's so awesome. Th- so then you know they go back to the studio and you see um, first the station manager comes in and he's like, "That was the craziest thing ever." Basically, the craziest promotion ever. And he goes in the office and Les Nesman walks in. He's like full of like feathers <laughs> all over the place, <laughs> and he's talking about it. He's like, you know the you know, he said they they ended up what they landed the helicopter and they let the other ones out, thinking that would help. And he's like, but they turned into like a gang of turkeys basically, and they like were all like working together and <laughs> coming after the people. And there's a little more here. Come on now, tell us the rest. I really don't know how to describe it. It was like the turkeys mounted a counterattack. <laughs> it was almost as if they were organized. And then the station manager comes As out. God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's pretty much the end of it right there. But uh, that's like the famous line everyone always says, you know, as God is my witness, <laughs> I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. even that, just that little part, it was, like I said, it was only five minutes, but uh, total, yeah. I think that it was. And that was and- obviously the best part of the episode. I used to watch WKRP, and I don't remember ever watching that episode. Yeah. Well, so. this was like the first season episode. This was from uh, it was like the okay. seventh seventh episode of the season, or something like that. All so. right. All right. You ready for my final? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Are you kidding. sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am. Okay. Uh, so do I, so do I have to guess this one again too? You do, of course. Okay. Ready. <laughs> This sure. is easy. This will be easy. Thank you, Honor. Coming through. Hot 
yourself. Thank you. That is the ugliest handbag I have ever seen. <laughs> New her? It's a turkey, Your Honor. No. You know. Oh, is this a night court? <laughs> yeah, yeah, night court. <laughs> yeah, I, I was Harry Anderson's voice didn't didn't ring a bell for some. I, th- I thought I heard Bob Newhart. I don't know why. Yeah, so this this is Night Court from 1988. It's called The Last Temptation of Mac. Uh, so this is their Thanksgiving special, uh, at least this Thanksgiving episode. Um, and as I was watching this, like it was it was so hard to like put something together to articulate to to talk you know to talk about. So really, what the show boils down to, just, not just this episode, but all of them, it's just a a, a simple recipe of a series of jokes, puns, and sexual innuendos. Which is that what the whole show show was, really? It is. That's Yeah. yeah, Exactly. And so, for the most part, only sound clips do this justice. So, I'm going to run through some some pieces of this, but I'm going to play some sound clips to go with it. Um, So, to give you some premise, um, Mac, who is like the, I don't know, he's not the court reporter, but he's like, uh, maybe he is. He's the guy that like organizes all the cases and stuff. So before, you know, he's he's reading, he's studying, he's go back the bailiff, to school. Right? No, no, the bailiff is that girl. I, I oh forgot her name, yeah, yeah. No, that's it, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's the clerk. I got you. Okay. Yeah, and she's so funny. Like I forgot how funny she is. Yeah. But anyway, and her voice so, is the best. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's. Not well, there was that other bailiff. Yeah, that old lady. But there was there's, there's a different. She was the first one, but oh, she died during this show or something. But. Um, so she's not, it's been a while since I've seen night court, but I used to love it. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, Harry's, so he's going back to school, right. And he's complaining about studying and stuff like that. So Harry tries to, you know, bring him up, like how, how important it is and stuff. And, uh, so here, here we go with that. Well, trust me, Mac, all this hard work is going to pay off when you get that degree. Like it did for you, right, sir? Rightio. Because if you were just some ordinary slob, you'd be home watching the Dallas game right now. Thanks to all those years of racking your brain to get through law school, you get to spend your Thanksgiving hanging out down here with the dregs of society, you lucky dog. <laughs> yeah, so he's there on Thanksgiving, and there's like, you know, prostitutes and all kinds of stuff in the courtroom. But um, So then... <laughs> As you know, there was in every one of those episodes. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, like, night court. Is there really a night court anymore? Um, I mean, maybe there is. I don't maybe know. Maybe there was. I don't know. It's kind well, of interesting well, yeah, I would think it's probably something based off of like the fact, like um, you know, when they do. I, I I don't know about it anymore, but like people being brought in in the middle of the night for stuff, just to run them through to get them bail to get them out of the system. You know what I mean? Yeah, Instead yeah. Instead of yeah. throwing them in jail. Yeah. 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 I wonder. I wonder if they do that. But um, so anyway, so you know, we we see a uh, Mac here is you know. Just trying to improve himself, uh, then his his partner or study friend shows up, and um, remember John Larroquette mm-hmm. is in this. Yeah, you know, as the yep. attorney, so uh, she walks in and she's trying to make sure she's you know she's looking for Mac. So excuse me, I'm wondering if I'm in the right place. Not yet, but let me give you my address. <laughs> <laughs> so he he hits on her right away, and uh, she's like 20, right? And the rest of them are like 40, 45. I don't know how. Well, I don't know how old John Larroquette was in the show because he's like one of those dudes that kind of had like an older look to him, even when he really wasn't, I don't think. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and I know he had like his – he had some issues down the road, but uh, he did? we'll save uh, that for 
Yeah, I think he got. Well, let's just. I won't talk about. It. I won't speculate yet. <laughs> I'll gather some facts. He's still alive. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, back to kind of the one line, you know, the innuendos and just puns here. So um, the the DA comes in and she's trying to cook Thanksgiving dinner for everyone while court is going on. So she's running a little late. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just that I couldn't get the cranberry jelly to slide out of the can all in one complete log. <laughs> Any reply and I'm going to have to find myself in contempt. I managed to get that stupid blob about three quarters of the way out and then it just kind of hung there on the lip of the can. Kind of <laughs> quivering and wiggling and I knew if I pushed it too hard it would split off. And, oh, well, you know how it is when that happens. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> so that was, uh, you know, just before the next case. And then uh, so they bring the first case in, and it's these girls, uh, the rolling rangerettes, and they're dressed like little pilgrims, uh, but like these scantily clad pilgrim outfits. And I guess during the Thanksgiving Day parade, they bumped into this guy that was dressed as a rabbit holding a balloon, and it they somehow let the balloon go. Or he did, and the other guy holding the balloon drifted off with the balloon, and it's all, you know, he's floating around somewhere. Um, so, so as, you know, they're they're trying to explain the case, um, the, the DA has this to say. Due to their sudden deviation from course, they slammed into my client, which caused him to lose his grip on Winky's tether. I love it when you talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a taste of the entire show. Yeah, like it, that's what that, yeah, pr- like I said, that's what that whole show was like. It's like a primetime show. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Good stuff. <laughs> but uh, so Max back now studying with the girl. It's a break. So he goes into the judge's chambers and they're studying. And you know, like I said, like, he, you know, he's a middle aged man. She's in her 20s. She's clearly hitting on him. He doesn't realize it. But she's saying things like this. What's the next question? What do you do? Pump iron? I don't see that here. <laughs> so he, he's totally oblivious to it. Um, and then back in the – they take a lunch break now, so everyone's in the cafeteria eating this food. And, you know, those skaters that I just talked about, um, they are skating by him. So he, you know, he has something to say to each one as they pass him. Hi. Love your eyes. Love your thighs. <laughs> love your hips. Love your lips. Love your hair. Nice butt. <laughs> what, the hell? what the hell? And um, you know, so we go around and we just see the different people eating their Thanksgiving dinner. You know, from hobos to you know attorneys, and uh, the the DA is serving stuff, and she says to the judge, "Would you like to sample my yams?" Right here, <laughs> with the lights on. <laughs> Seriously, it was like, who writes this? How do they come up with this? Like, uh, line after line after line was like this. It was hilarious. But um, then, then Max's wife shows up, uh, Quan Lee, and she uh, oh, she yeah. brought him some leftovers because um, I guess she, he likes fish head pie, and she brought some for him since he missed Thanksgiving dinner. And as she walks in. The girl, his study partner, grabs him and kisses him, right? So it's like the most awkward moment. And that's, you know, all hell breaks loose and they get the wrong idea. Um, and so Mac and his wife go into the judge's chambers to kind of argue it out. 
you know, she comes around eventually thinking that, uh, you know, the, the, the problem is, uh, you know, really it, it's because he's such a good looking guy and she's afraid she's going to lose him. And she ends up, ends up apologizing to him. Um, and this is what this is. So this is how she apologizes. Erwin, you've got to be the luckiest man in the world. Oh, no, that's not it. So anyway, she she apologizes and says, you know, so you're not mad at me for, you know, something like not cutting that bitch or something like that. Like she makes some comment. And then um, it turns out everyone got sick from eating the DA's turkey or her yams to be specific. Um, so there's like 60 sick people in the courthouse. Um, and then finally the Second bunny shows up, the guy that was dressed like the rabbit after being shot down in the balloon. Oh, I didn't mention that. So, <laughs> so the the guy, the guy let go of the balloon, and his partner flew off holding onto this balloon, right, dressed as a, a rabbit. And um, the Air Force came and saw it, and they shot it down. And Jeez. he explains how he he fell. So he goes through this long, elaborate uh, thing about how he fell and hit the awning on a hotel and then bounced across the street and hit a banner and then bounced off the banner into like a garbage truck and then rolled into a bed of flowers <laughs> or something. And, and, you know, so at the end, you know, the judge is telling him how lucky he is. And this is, this is what the show ends with. Erwin, you've got to be the luckiest man in the world. No, Dan Quayle is. <laughs> So ah, Dan Quayle jokes. <laughs> yeah, Dan Quayle jokes. So that brings you back, brings you back to a different time. Uh, but o- overall, like I don't care what the story was, it was just funny as hell watching the show. Um, just j- you know, just those all those little one-liners and things that were popping up, and the bailiff and things she was saying. It was just hilarious. So I'm looking forward to doing some more Night Court. That that'll be uh, talking about with the characters maybe in a little more. Yeah, detail. no, I used to. Yeah, it, <laughs> I used to watch that show all the time. Yeah, probably wasn't Great appropriate, one. like you were saying. And yeah, I didn't realize this show was on for nine seasons. I just looked it up. Holy crap! Yeah, 193 episodes. No, wait, not nine. Yeah, nine seasons. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, crazy. That's quite. Yeah, that's a long time. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it was that you know prominent. Well, yeah, show, but you figure you know. it went from 84 to 92. So it started when we were just getting into high school and ended when we got out of college. So like during college time, we probably didn't watch it at all because we yeah, didn't have yeah, time. Yeah, you're probably right. So we missed yeah. a lot of that probably at the end. But I'm sure we've watched most of them in the reruns, though. Great show, though. Loved yeah. it. Created so, by uh, Reinhold Weege, who was the who worked on Barney Miller. Oh, sweet. That was another one I had on my list I was going to do. I was trying to... They, so they had, must we, have done a Thanksgiving episode, Fish's wife bringing food did. or something. They, they did one, but I'm like, I don't know. You know, I don't know Barney Miller enough to really yeah. get deep into it. Yeah. I and used to watch it all the time. Gonna, yeah, we used to watch it I was going to do uh, Alice. Remember oh, Alice? yeah. Yeah, Alice no, I, I know there was because I remember looking up shows to see which ones to do. And I remember specifically seeing one on there that out there. Yeah, Alice, there was. Yeah, there were two. There were actually two. One in the, like, yeah. the second season, one in like the seventh. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that you know, then I thought, you know what, Night Court, I wanted to jump on that one. Yeah, so. yeah it was glad I idea. did. I yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> so that's it for our Thanksgiving special. Ooh. That was fun. Uh, I've like been I've been sitting over here doing. eating turkey the whole time. <laughs> Are you I'm gonna fall now? asleep now. Yeah. yeah, I'll be like that Seinfeld episode where they 
fed that girl turkey and wine to make her fall asleep to play with her old toys. Uh, so uh, we were talking about the month of December. And Mike, why don't you tell them what we decided to do there? All right. So what we're going to do. So this one's coming out. Well, as you maybe or may not know, it's coming out Monday before Thanksgiving. Then we're going to go back to our regularly Friday days. But we'll go to that the Friday, not immediately following Thanksgiving, because at least in the United States, all of us have a lot of stuff to do, travel, whatever. So we'll come back Friday the 30th, I think we said it was, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. And then we'll continue on the Friday thing there up to Christmas, because I think the 21st is a Friday. But what we're going to do on all the rest of the episodes is we're going to do holiday-themed ones, Christmas-themed ones, I guess you could say, because I think that's pretty much how we decided we're going to be able to find <laughs> We don't know exactly what shows we are going to do yet, but all the shows we are going to do will be Christmas-based. We're going to try really hard to do shows we've just already done before, not pick new shows like we did today for Night Court and Cheers and stuff. It all depends on what we can find, but uh, that is our plan. And then, I don't know, we didn't talk about this, Mike, but I'm going to guess we'll probably take a couple weeks off after Christmas, you know, let the new year kind of come in and then we'll come back after that. But before all Christmas, and then we, we do have, we, I shouldn't say we don't know everything and we do. We do know our last one we're going to do before Christmas. Um, but we'll, we'll save that for later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, yeah. So, and it is not again, something we've already done. So for, for, for December, it will be holiday specials. Um, really the only difference is it'll be coming out Monday for the next, Whatever you can always find us by Monday, right? I mean that's bottom line. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, we'll be out. This this one's Monday. As everyone knows it's dropping Monday before Thanksgiving. Then after that, we'll go back to Fridays like we normally do. So it's starting on the thirtieth, and then all the Fridays after that to, up to Christmas, which is the twenty first. And then Christmas will probably take a couple weeks off, like most people do, and then we'll come back in January. But right. yeah, that's our that's the plan for now. So we haven't decided, like Mike said, we haven't decided on our, our holiday specials other than one. Um, so any suggestions, throw them out there. Love to hear them. Um, I can't even think of any right now, but I'm sure there's dozens of them. So let us know. Let us know what you liked and what we should take a look at. Yeah, no, definitely. That, uh, we, you know, saves us the trouble looking stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that too, kidding. But... Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, All right, but yeah, I think uh, anything else you got for this one here? I don't think no, so. no. I'm 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 good. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving and uh, you know just eating a lot, like I said. So bring it on, bring on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, and I think that's it for this episode, and we'll see you next time. I am Mike Sullivan, and I am Mike Forgetto. We'll talk to you later. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Bye.